Are you ready to take lead in your life? Well, today's the day. Join us on Leadership to Wealth with your host, Neil D'Souza. All right, welcome Leadership Nation. We are on a journey to bring together men and women who believe in taking ownership and responsibility in their life when it comes to finances, family and friends, and fitness. And this is the Leadership to Wealth podcast, and I'm your host, Neil D'Souza. Now, my guest today is a husband and father that has helped many people when it comes to relationship counseling for more than two decades. Now, he branched out to Encompass More as a management consultant, and he's really known for his work with issues around conflict. Now, I want to welcome to the show today, Mr. Andrew Lewis. Hello, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Neil. Thanks for having me. And I just want to congratulate you on your podcast. I think it's, uh, it's really uh, inspiring to see what you're doing with this. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, it, we're... We're in very interesting times, unprecedented times. And, you know, in the middle of a global pandemic, with all that was, has been going on, it really um, impressed upon me the need for someone and for people to speak up and speak into what's going on because there's a lot of fear mongering and there's just a lot of people that are scared and don't know what to do. And in those times, I really believe that someone needs to speak up. And so we started the podcast and I know that's nothing new for you. I mean, after all, for you, you're dealing in issues of conflict. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you, uh, you know, pointing out that we need uh, people to speak up. I think it's, uh, we rely so much on mm. media sort of being filtered through the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that it's always going to give us exactly what we need. I mean, it has a role, it plays a place, but yeah. what you're doing here with this sort of story directly to the people, I think is, uh, is truly inspiring, especially when there can be fear around. So yeah, good to be ab here. absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, w what we learn normally like to do to get started is we have some uh, rapid fire questions just as a warm up and uh, directed at you, you know, whatever comes to the top of your mind, choose an answer or yes or no. And uh, just get us warmed up before we get into, uh, into the, full interview you ready okay, for that all right all right so you, you you've done this with your guests before i've done this with my guests and, and, they, and they don't have any freudian slips or anything <laughs> like that we, we've had some interesting responses and to be honest the questions have actually been changing as we've moved along okay, as good, good. as i get to because what i'm trying one of the interesting things that i'm working on is getting to know thought processes and some of the things behind the leaders in our societies. And gotcha. uh, I know the questions will get better as we go, but some of it's just meant to be fun. So awesome, here we awesome. go. I'm always down for fun. All right. So I make, I, Andrew Lewis, make friends easily. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, and friends are, uh, I mean, in, in the traditional sense of the term, yeah, friends right. uh, is easy, acquaintances networking uh right. friends i think if you find a few in your lifetime uh mm. you're, you're considered pretty fortunate wow he's getting deep real quick uh <laughs> i i have a vivid imagination i do i do i, I imagination's uh you know is 
is your ability to travel, right? So mm. sometimes I use my imagination to go places mm. that I can't go due to the prison of my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, imagination is 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 vivid and uh, right. use it to use it to be creative. That's great. Um, I worry about things. Yeah, I, I, I really, you know, I've been working on that. Uh, I, I'm not there yet, but unfortunately still, yes. Yeah. Uh, I worry, uh, you know, and you can define worry any way you want it, but right. no, I do. I do right. worry. Uh, I worry for uh, society. I worry mm. for my family at times. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I, it, it keeps me creative, it keeps me yeah. working to yeah. figure out solutions. But yeah. My last question, do you have or what do you see as your superpower? I think uh, I don't think I really have a superpower, but if I were to make one up, yeah, it would be probably trying to probably seeing things a little bit before they happen. <laughs> but again, I don't think I really necessarily have a superpower but i i'd like to develop the one to be able to see things before they come seeing around the corner i think is you know somebody's going to come and jump you in the night i'd like to know it's there right <laughs> so yeah i think that would be my superpower is knowing how yeah. to get away from it <laughs> seeing it before you step around that corner exactly so. yeah exactly exactly yeah. but that's that's where i try to that, that, that's what i'm trying to develop that uh, capacity that capacity that that sense yeah. oh that, yeah. that that's amazing um yeah. so in in our first first portion here this is the leadership portion where we get into understanding how you've kind of gotten to where you are you know the challenges that you've gone through to getting here to to understand that so uh with that in mind can you tell us uh, a bit about your background where you're from where you grow up that kind of stuff well i mean you know how much time you got challenges <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't a four-hour podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah you know um so i was born and raised in uh england yeah. uh, north east of london uh the, the, the capital there and i grew up uh, with both parents who, um, you know, raised me the best they can until I was about mm -hmm. seven years old. So that's not much time in the grand uh, scheme of things, but an, an impressionable time for sure. And so my parents divorced and uh, I ended up coming to Canada, uh, immigrating to Canada with my mom and my sisters. My dad stayed back mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't see him for for many, many, many years. It wasn't until I was 18 years old that I had a reacquaintance. So what's that from seven to 18, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, sort of be seeing your dad or meeting yeah. your dad as yeah. a sort of an adult. And that was on my initiative, sort of, yeah. I got to go back to England. I got to have some sort 11 of 11 years. Yeah. yeah reconciliation, yeah. but in very impressionable years, right? Like yeah, talking, absolutely. You know, from, uh, from, from a young boy to be, you know, developing to a young man. Yeah. And so I had a lot of identity issues in that time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I went through that challenge. And then, you know, as a young man uh, raised by a, a single mother, it, it comes uh, fraught with all its unique privileges as well mm -hmm. as uh, unique challenges as well. So I, I went through that and then uh, 
I started to find my stride late, late high school um, <laughs> because high school itself was was so chaotic, right? I was still mm -hmm. trying to figure out who I am and who I'm going to hang around with, which crowd I'm going to be a part of. And so it wasn't until I was late high school I hit my stride and I decided, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, okay, I think I know what I want to do. And, yeah. and then I um, started finding myself and started, uh, you know, I pursued a a career in aviation as a matter of fact mm. and uh, uh i did that stint you, for a while you became top gun uh well not military <laughs> uh civilian aircraft is where yeah. I, is what i used to fly and uh, i enjoyed that for a season yeah and so there was a that was fraught with its own challenges uh, certainly in the period of time that i did that as uh you know as a man of color but uh you know mm -hmm. I, I did that space and then I got into faith-based work yeah, and um, still involved with that, uh, yeah. as a matter of fact, uh, and have bridged that now into consulting as well. So that's yeah. that's been the journey. But there's been challenges as a young boy, challenges as a young man, challenges in my early stage of my career, yeah. and challenges of, you know, uh, there's a whole book to be written and challenges in my faith-based uh, work and um, that space. Uh, and then you know, now in the, um, you know, uh, the sort of self-employed sector, mm -hmm. uh, as to complement my faith-based work is, is where I'm, is where I'm spending a lot of time as well. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I've, I've known you with, uh, your work with relationship counseling and, yeah. um, you know, now this, this management consulting, I, I've known you in it, but I don't know a lot of details, um, but what would, what would really in, make that change from, uh, you, you know, interestingly from what you're saying uh, in growing up and then becoming a pilot, I can totally see that because, yeah. uh, how many, how many, uh, young men, how many boys, you know, want, want to fly a plane oh, and, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, in truth, it's gotta be very difficult to, to become a pilot, um, even if there is such a thing as autopilot, but you, you know, to get to that, to get to that thing, to get to that point has got to be difficult. So you obviously had to uh, traverse that. And it's interesting that you point out about being a man of color as well at that time. Can you actually fill us in a little bit about that? Because if, if we're, if we're speaking honestly, we're, we're talking about the times right now as well. I mean, yeah, you know what that 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 I I entered aviation um, as a black man when no one no black men were doing it. It just yeah. was not common at all. As a matter of fact, I graduated from a college that had been in existence uh, in in Thunder Bay. I graduated from an aviation college out there, and I was the first ever black. Uh, man to gravi graduate from this particular program and it was mm -hmm. you know highly competitive to get in and even more mm -hmm. competitive to stay in uh, and then you know uh, to graduate so by the time I came out and tried to get a job in aviation uh, first of all uh, you know to get hired was one thing and then to get hired as a black man it was just it was just unheard of, even though I, at the time I graduated second in my class. I, I wasn't top gun. I was the second guy. Um, so I graduated second in my class, and yet it was still tough finding a job because racism was still intact in Canada 
despite what you see going on in the U.S., I mean, mm -hmm. uh, the, the racial climate here is just as tense, um, despite much progress, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. it was just as intense, and certainly for me uh, in the 90s when I came out and I was starting aviation. So it was tough landing, landing an aviation job, but I eventually got it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, and then you made the shift. Um, how, how did you, how did you do that? How did you manage that? What I'm, I'm hoping you're not going to share that you were, uh, pushed out of a plane. Yeah, yeah, no, no that, that's, that's what you did. That's what parachuting. No, I didn't do that. Uh, no, for, for, for me, you know, if, if, if any of your audience is faith-based, they'd understand this term, but I, 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 I had what at the time felt like this calling, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I started off working uh, with youth and just felt this passion for especially young black men whom mm -hmm. I just felt, man, we're, we're so lost as I was lost, mm -hmm. as I shared without my dad. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just had this passion for them. I befriend them. I would, I would, I would, I would work with them. I would, uh, involved, be involved with them with my church in a sort of a volunteer capacity. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, it was sort of a natural progression from there. Like, hey, there's just this huge need. And so many men are, are lost. So many kids mm -hmm. were lost. Right. And I just felt, uh, <laughs> we call it a calling. <laughs> right. Right. To do it, and so uh, I answered that call. Maybe it was yeah. the wrong number. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out. But yeah. I answered that call, uh, yeah. and then start serving as a youth um, minister at the time, and yeah. uh, left left aviation. And um, I wish I could say I've not not looked back, but I have looked back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did leave aviation, yeah. uh, and then uh, in the in the pastoral capacity really developed myself in that space, really yeah. tried to grow, really tried to learn, um, yeah. went on and got a master's in theology. So I, I really tried to be my best, even though, um, you know, one could say that, uh, hey, I answered the call and I so I served and I'm, I'm still have responsibilities yeah. um, as training and developing uh, young ministers even to this day. But uh, you know, my management consultant is, uh, is yeah. a space that I'm very happy with in helping people with conflict. I don't want to make light of this, but um, obviously right now, had you stayed in the aviation space as a pilot, you know, it's uh, pretty troubling right now. There's not a whole lot of planes uh, flying around <laughs> right exactly. now. I mean, Air yeah. Canada is laying, has laid off oh, yes. how many thousands yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, uh, it, it's, you know, perhaps to your uh, benefit that you've well, moved into a whole nother world because talking about conflict, <laughs> there's no end to that. So Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, uh, aviation is a very cyclical industry, right? And mm. so, you know, I, I get it. There's waves. And so, I, you mm. know, I, I, don't, I don't have any regret uh, mm. in that regard. And yeah, so, you know, in, in, in having worked in that faith-based field and, and developing my skills in yeah. um, counseling and uh, relationship, uh, you know, therapy, uh, it, it, it's been really great, actually. It's been very rewarding and yeah. helping couples, helping families. Yeah. And then bridging that into helping organizations and companies is much of the same right. sorts of elements that you're dealing with. It's just on a grander scale. 
Right. Well, I mean, so this is this is interesting that you you mentioned about this because you can have a business coach, you can have a um, you know a uh, fitness coach, you can you can get just about any of these things. But when it comes to talking about uh, connections between human beings, when it comes to um, you know relationships, when it comes to dealing with conflict. It seems like perhaps uh, people don't want to talk about these issues. It's it's taboo. And you know what? Conflict isn't uh, a matter of if, it's when, right? And so, right. yeah, right. It's, 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 it's one of those sort of things that you, you don't think about, but it's, it's consequential in every area of life, right? You mm-hmm. think about relationships. Who of us doesn't have uh challenges at times communicating with our spouse or with our children or with our co-workers or so it's a space that really is limitless yeah. uh in terms of uh, the need for like you said coaching right and sometimes yeah. we just don't think of it but hey i'm going to start a business and yeah i'm not going to think about conflict and yeah no i'm crashing my business because of conflict right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well th- this is you know th- this podcast is leadership to wealth podcast and we we focus on finances, family, and fitness because what good is money if you, you don't want to you don't have the person to spend it with, right? Or or you're continually in conflict with the person that you would normally want to go enjoy that with. It, it's about having a, a balance there, and uh, we know we know the world is full of men that have lots of money, but their family life is is drowning you know their family life is is horrible and so you know i you can't have it's got to be the the trifecta is what is what we really hope to 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 tackle you know with uh, health wealth um and happiness you know get into those things what good is it if you if you're you can't physically you can't enjoy any of it or or these things right and so i think it's important when we talk about we can't just talk about money without talking about relationships, without talking about these difficult subjects. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're very wise, uh, Neil, for really, you know, including that in your guiding people, because Mm -hmm. I tell you, true wealth is Mm -hmm. uh, health and relationship health, right? Uh, You got a million dollars and no one to share it with. Right. It, it's it's as if you you're broke, right? And right. I've seen so many people that I've worked with who would pay anything yeah. just to have a relationship with one of their children, or yeah. just pay anything to repair their marriage. Um, yeah. Because honestly, with uh, you know, to 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 quote a cliche, right? Teamwork will make that dream work. And when you think about mm. the idea that. A couple together, uh, there's so many more opportunities for wealth mm-hmm. and for their dreams. Mm-hmm. But when it's shattered, now not only have you got that conflict of um, <laughs> the relationship and with the family to deal with, mm-hmm. uh, but you've also got to still build the wealth. <laughs> right. So you've just right. made it exponentially harder for yourself because you've not figured out how to get through conflict yeah. uh, in your home and in your workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can say that when I did go to India, um, not that long ago, one of the interesting things that that would completely challenge our Western society is that mm. 
there are men and women there that are in, in complete poverty, but they are happier than so many people with, you know, two car garages, SUVs, all of this kind of stuff. They're, they are just happy with life and would love to talk to you, love to uh, share their food with you. And it flies so much in the face of, of what we see here that oh. having money that is, is the, is the key. Oh yeah. I, I mean, you, you're, you're so right. I mean, I, I, I saw, you saw that in India. I, yeah. I had the fortunate, uh, I was fortunate enough to my wife and I to go to Russia uh, mm. last year and we saw some of the same thing, right? They're, they're facing so much with the, uh, you know, the shift mm -hmm. out of, of the, the breakup of the Soviet union and mm -hmm. some of that rebuilding that's taking place. And yet, the people are happy because so many of them are happy at home. Yeah. And you know, the, I, 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 I visited someone's house and I was like, yeah, so, you know, so how many bedrooms is this? You know, thinking, you know, from our Western lens, uh, yeah. you know, and they're like, no, this is it. You know, we're all yeah. here together. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the, the bedroom is the living room is the, yeah. you know, yeah. so uh, yeah. they live in humble, uh, context and yet they're happy because they they keep their relationships tight a lot often there there is a secret in there when it comes to uh gratitude there's a yeah. secret in there that uh perhaps we can miss on a daily yeah. basis in the in the busyness of life yeah yeah huge, huge. so all right so now we're going to move into the our wealth portion where we get into details of dealing with conflict Gotcha. And, uh, and that'll be in the next part. Okay, guys, that's the end of the first part of the interview. There's a whole lot more still to come in part two, so I want you to join me over there. Now, before you do, please, if you could take a moment to just give us some feedback on the interview, on your thoughts, how you like it. We really appreciate it so much, and we really want to make sure that we continue to improve the product that we provide to you here at Leadership to Wealth. So, if you can do that, don't forget to like and follow, and we'll see you over in part two.